Welcome to Strongly Worded. The podcast where we read aloud strongly worded things like emails, letters, Yelp reviews, notes, exchanges, voice messages. No, that's not. That's where we stop. It's all going to be written stuff. It's all written. So I am Kat Kavari. I'm Chuck Neal. We write together. Yeah. And now we're going to read things together. The following contains adult language and content, so listener discretion is advised. If your kids come to you with questions, don't blame me. I warned you. Welcome to Strongly Worded. Today we have Tara Grammy, actress, writer, playwright, producer. That's all. Okay, well, that's quite a lot. We will be discussing a strongly worded text exchange between... Um, it's actually Facebook Messenger exchange. Face- oh, is that what that yeah. was? Facebook Messenger Facebook exchange Messenger between exchange. Tara and another actor mm-hmm. who we will name... Steve. Steve. His name is Steve. 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 Can we say that Steve's what his what he is? Steve is Iranian. Yes, like okay, we are. Steve's yeah. Iranian. Catherine and I are. You know Iranian. Steve. I think I do. Did I tell? Did I text you about Steve? Yeah. Okay, I did. I told you who it was about. But that's what I'm saying. Are we allowed to? Can I really? You can't say. I can't say how I know. You can say how you know him. Steve was in a web series of ours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Famous Fair that we uh, we made back in 2012, 2013. Okay. But we never released that episode because we, we didn't have an editor. Episode, but he was good in the episode. He was good great in the actor. <laughs> yeah, good actor. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually don't dislike him as a human. I actually have had after this exchange some good exchanges with him. So he's not the worst. But I mean, this was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've had experiences on Facebook with Steve as well. Whoa. Yeah, which will we'll get. Into. Wait, yeah. so when when did, when did yours take place? Twenty, oh God, I gotta pull it up. It's like twenty fifteen, maybe twenty, maybe sixteen. Could we come up with a better name than Steve? <laughs> <laughs> I like Steve. What do you want? What do you want to call something him? specific? Something that has 14. character. Twenty fourteen. Ooh, that's that's a while oh, that back. was a while ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what what kind of specific name? Like like Jordan or. Sebastian or... Sebastian. Sebastian? No, that's too long. You don't think Steve is... is Sebastian's like my first boyfriend ever's name that I really loved. So okay, let's not, so let's not do Sebastian. Steve is so neutral. But that's all I'm saying. Like, how... What about a name that invokes the emotion that this text gives you? Mm. Like a Chad. Mm. Or like a Donald. 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 All right, we're going to rock with Donald. Let's rock with Donald. <laughs> okay, let's call him Donald. <laughs> so we changed it on the fly. His name is Donald now. <laughs> Donald, oh the God, Iranian he actor. never listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell us um, how you got to know Donald? I'll give you like background. a quick... Yeah, give yeah, us yeah. a little background story about Donald and That's your relationship. Who oh, boy. So I actually met him just because when I first came to L.A., I came here doing my play, which is called Mahmoud. Which was a one-woman show about the Iranian diaspora and what it is to be an Iranian immigrant. And... Yeah, I kind of reached out to him because he'd come and seen it. I was looking for like a publicist and I wanted to talk to him and see who he knew and just meet people in LA. I didn't know anyone. And he was actually really helpful and nice. And and Donald kind of became a friend to Tara and would give her advice. And then I got asked to host an Iranian awards show. I was like, okay. So I tried to set up rehearsals and they were kind of disorganized. The whole thing was really disorganized. So I was like trying to put everything together. And Donald was her co-host. And kind of the first thing he said to me at this like meeting that we had was, oh, why'd they choose you? You're not famous. Oh, damn. It was kind of hurt. Like I was 
I was surprised by our interactions because I'd seen him as kind of a friend and, and I found him to be very belittling. Was he, did he ask it in like a, I was surprised they went with like you. Like, I don't know, I was trying to... I don't think there's a good way <laughs> yeah, to say no, that. Yeah, I was trying to figure oh, out a good so way. so weird. Why would they pick you? <laughs> yeah, oh, trying. well. That makes it even worse. That makes it way worse. Yeah. yeah. That makes it, it but it was like... It's I, funnier if you're aggressive. Yeah. Why they choose you? you? You ain't famous? Like, that's... Yeah. That's black folks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why old black folks can say anything. You just shout it out with ju- joy, and you can get away with, like, aggression. Okay. You go, you, you suck, man. What an advantage yeah. in life. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. You're None of that in our culture. No, yeah. We do the exact opposite. <laughs> we try to hurt you. Yeah. You've gained weight. You know? <laughs> you gained weight. That's a good one. Why do you look so old? Yeah, you, you got, got old. so much older than the yeah. last time I saw you. What are you wearing? It's terrible. What is it looks this? horrible on you. It's good to see you <laughs> So, um, anyway, he doesn't want to rehearse. I was like, let's rehearse all this, these things that I wrote. Like, I wrote it all out. Let's rehearse it. But he doesn't want to, and he's such a diva, and he's just kind of, like, super egotistical. He basically just talked over me for the entire two-and-a-half-hour thing that we hosted. Just was super demeaning. Wasn't It, it, was, it was bad. Catherine was actually I was the there. Audience. I remember. Yeah. He was really... It was a bizarre. Yeah, he was very dismissive. Yeah, and just even even in announcing the movies and stuff, made it about himself. But like, I get it. It's this comedy. He's very charming. Maybe people were finding it funny. But I felt like an idiot. I was like, why the fuck am I here? You know. But I was also just kind of trying to stay afloat and be funny and be up there and and have presence and hand him at least at least be like these are the nominees. Anyway, afterwards, everybody came up to me and was like, I am so sorry you went through that. That was awful. Well-known Iranian actors, my friends that were in the audience, the guy who ended up being my manager, who everybody, everybody was like, oh my God, that was embarrassing. That was terrible. I don't think I knew you then. I think that was like the year before I formally met you. We met that night because I have a picture with you. We met that night, I think. Oh, we met at the other one. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, we yeah, met yeah, at the yeah. other one. Was that one like a... <laughs> Said, like, what's going on? I don't want to name. Honor killing? What's we, can't, we can't name <laughs> things. I hate you. <laughs> it was a sex club. <laughs> I'm about to say. It was a Persian sex club. Yeah. Something secret is going down. Yeah. We should start one. We should start an one. opioid <laughs> club. I'm on the uh, opium. A Persian opioid sex club. Genius. Great idea. We yeah. So, so the so sex club happened. that we did, yeah. So, so, no, just to clarify, there is no sex club for, yeah, for people. Know. There is no sex club. It's not a thing. It's, it was it an could be, show. but we don't know about it. It might be. It there could be. There could be. One. There's a possibly a thing. But Do we... you know that there's a Persian porn called Persian Nights in L.A.? I'm sorry. Like a series? No, it's like a one like <laughs> a off Persian porn film. Oh, there's only one? Now. I like mean, there's film? one that I heard of that's in Persian. like an official Persian, Persian porn, yeah. like a film, like where they yeah. have they start with clothes like and VHS, they... yeah. Oh wow! Is there actual Iranians yeah. that were cast in it? Yeah, really? Yeah. Have you seen it? No, but like I want to see it so bad. We should have a screening. That's such a. We should have like a full screening. Mm-hmm. And we can do shrooms. I don't know about that combination <laughs> at all. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, I've never tried shrooms. I I don't want it yeah, to you be. Don't want it you don't way. want yeah. things in Persian porn. <laughs> thought about like having sex with an Iranian person what that would be like if if like is your sex talk in Persian like how does that work okay so this is I was curious about Iranian porn did we I think we did and I looked it up on like I don't know Pornhub or one of those 
and yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like amateur Persian, like in Iran. Yes. (gasps) Like in, like people in Iran. First of all, they love anal. There's a lot of it. Right, Carl? Didn't you? Just a reminder that Carl is my husband. I can verify. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of anal. And then it was just so gross because they would say like, June. No, no, no. Oh, it's better. No, stop, yeah. See, stop, this is exactly stop, what I'm stop, talking stop. about. No. Okay, for the audience that doesn't know, they, they're using words that our parents My use. That our grandmas and our parents and our aunts and uncles say like, oh, hey, little cutie. Like imagine saying like, Hey, cutie. While you're... It's like Poppy. It's It's like Poppy. Yeah, I guess it's... Poppy can go both ways. Daddy. Daddy. Yeah, I guess if if you can't say the word daddy during sex, then you'll understand that this is gross for us. For someone to say, John. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, girl. That's really, I feel like, like a a physical... So it's anyways. funny because I, I told you about that time where like my friends we were talking to these Persian girls and then I, I, I tried to come through with like some knowledge and I was like yeah June and then she's like she didn't know what I was saying because I, I don't know I, I said it because you said June yeah <laughs> and then I was like June that's like it's like mommy June and then she's like oh no it's like kind of when people are, are sexual with each other like in June and she said it like that's how y'all were true. talking about with the no, porn I, but I remember I told you that yeah though. I remember you yeah. telling me that but that's not true and then I came back I was like yeah I thought I thought it was like you tell your mom June no maybe the way you it's said it maybe it's the journey. way I said it maybe yeah. because he went June there's so many ways of using because I did just blurt it out I was like June so anyways, uh, enough about Iranian porn. It was uh, illuminating. Porn tangents. What, what was illuminating about it for you? Just that, the, the June The June difference. daddy. Yeah. My, my wife, I call her something now that she doesn't like. What do you call her? She's, she's gaining a little bit of weight and I like it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I call her. Thick and thick. I call her thicks. I call her thicky. <laughs> I go, I'm like, thicks. I was just say thicks. I would murder you. Yeah. I would legitimately. But I like, I, I, for me, it's a term of endearment. I would be like, hold my hair, bulimia's back. That's what this, I would but she'll just, she'll, just be like, she'll just be like, I'm not a thick. I'm not a thick. And I'm like, yo, thick's a good thing. You should, try, you should try thicky thick. That might work. Better. That's good. Thicky you thick. You could be a lady or a bitch girl. Remember that song? What song thicky, is that? Thicky 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 thick. Looking like a lollipop waiting for a lick girl. No. <laughs> no. It's Nelly. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait! How did it go? That's an album cut. <laughs> That's not a single. I grew up in Germany. Oh, um, gotcha. They took like the reject. That's track nine. Really don't know this. You can be a lady or a bitch, girl. No, you thicky, thicky, thicky. How, how, how does the um the hook go? Yeah, this is the. Hook. Oh, that was the hook. Now, like a lollipop waiting for a lick, girl. For no. real, thicky, 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 thick. No. I'm telling you, it's an album cut that was a single <laughs> overseas. <laughs> <laughs> in Germany. Yeah, yeah. They be having that. Like, you'll go overseas and be like, this the single? They say, well, with this one? Can I record it Google at the same time? Because it's really yeah. It tests differently in different markets. So I wouldn't... Be surprised. Nah. If they did if The they Germans did that. were like, this is the song. This, no, this is you it, got, You guys got it wrong. This is the Hot here is not the record. Thicky thick girl on the other hand. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely never heard this yeah, This is not a single. It was on the album, and I Look never listened to another album. Yeah, I know this song. You pulled the album. Yeah. <laughs> See? Carl downloaded You bought the album. album. <laughs> no, he downloaded on now. Yeah, it was definitely not a, it was not a single. Okay. 
Or that might have been a BET uncut joint. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Babe, you can stop it now. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, back to me. Donald. Donald, yeah. Back to Donald. Donald. So, yeah. So, what was it? Where were you at? You were uh, at the end. Everyone's coming to you. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, even the person who was running the whole awards show was kind of like, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. Anyway. So, a little back- backstory about me. I can't go back to Iran. I wrote this play. It's kind of political. I toured it. I performed it for the former queen of Iran. And because of the charged political messages she wrote and performed in her play, The fear of getting in serious trouble for critiquing the current Iranian regime has prevented Tara from going back to Iran. It's kind of a hard thing for me. My entire family lives there. My father lives there, my little sister, my grandparents, everybody. I have no family outside of Iran except for my mom and my stepdad. I haven't been back in eight years. So Anthony Bourdain did this thing in Tehran. He went to Tehran and like I watched it and I love Anthony Bourdain and he just like showed how kind and warm and wonderful, like the light in the people of of Iran that you never see. It was a great episode, right? You saw that. I am so confused. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Of all the places, of all the countries, all the years of traveling, it's here in Iran that I'm greeted most warmly by total strangers. Hello. The other stuff, it's there. The Iran we've read about, heard about, seen in the news. But this, this, I wasn't prepared for. So I posted this Anthony Bourdain thing on Facebook, and I don't really post very often on Facebook. And Donald, who I already have this whole history with, comments, doesn't send me a message, comments, maybe you should go back to Iran. He, like, shits on the, the thing and says, basically, fuck those people, go back to Iran. Huh. Where, where's, where was he born? Where was he born? Iran. Iran. And raised. Okay. Hmm. So, yeah. I think that comes from, like, I mean, I'm assuming it's, it's a bunch of different things, but I mean. It's a bunch of, there, there is a segment of Iranians now who support an invasion of the country because they want regime change. They hate that they had to leave their country because of the new regime and are pissed off about it and are always looking towards foreign invasion as the solution to, to regime change. And but are also... a lot of those people that support that, that method of regime change, yeah. of foreign invasion, are people that don't have family there anymore. Yeah, they, these are rich, usually wealthy Iranians. Right. A few very privileged pride themselves on not being that Persian. Persians call for the invasion of Iran, and it just infuriates me yeah. it infuriates me i'm like you haven't lived in iran in, for 30 years right. you don't know what those people are going through they're trying to make the best of it and instead of being a voice of support and love and light and what can we do for you our fellow iranians you're like you want them to be in but you want them to die yeah. Yeah. if he had any family there he would never say never. that Never. And that's the annoying thing. It's a very selfish solution to be like, I want to go back to Iran and live the way I remember my life in Iran, the way it used to be, and screw the people that are going to get killed. And he is very much... He and I have gotten into Facebook debates about this too because I had posted something... I don't remember what it was. Something in support of my country people. And he said something like, oh, Iranians that go to Iran and post pictures of themselves eating kebab and Fuck supporting the, the stupid mullahs. 
It's like, excuse me, I'm not there to support a government. I'm there to support my people. I'm there to see my family. It has nothing to do with my culture. culture and enjoy my culture. And that's none of your fault. And what's fucked is, what's really fucked, what really gets me worked up is these people who are our elders, they're the generation before our generation, don't realize that all we know of Iran, all our generation is the way Iran is now. This is the only Iran I've ever known. So you can't, just because you saw a different Iran, be like, that's not, this is not what Iran is like. Fuck you, this is my experience of this country. And then there are people who say that by us saying this, we are current regime lovers, we're aligned with the current regime. I can't even go back. We're getting paid by the regime to say things like this. And that's what's so infuriating too. It's like, you're either this side or Or that that side. side. You can't just be like, you know what? I want to go. Yeah, exactly. It is the world. Everything is black and white. It sucks when it gets to these like emotional points. You know what I mean? Like there's just a complete absence of having a discussion in the gray areas. That gets thrown out of the window. Like empathy gets thrown out of the window. Like you said, like the dude's not even thinking about people's lives Mm-mm. like donald calling yourself like donald like all the donalds that we know oh right I didn't even that. honestly you i didn't even peep that, that. <laughs> i didn't even you peep. just got you i just, just got, got it that? oh man wow. i haven't thought about trump in a minute yeah That's i just good. i just How made freeing. the connection <laughs> i just really made the connection uh, i'm sorry uh everybody listen <laughs> i was funny. just you, you know just what it was i was really out. thinking about my uncle donald yeah, I was just thinking that name. Like, when I hear Donald, I think about my what uncle What is your Donald. uncle Donald like? Oh, yeah, he voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, okay. And he's a black dude in Baltimore. Certain Christians, they fall along, like, the, mm. the line of, like, the mega church Christian, which they're more susceptible to, you know, Republicans coming through and hitting them with the, the talking points. And then you got the regular black church Christians who, you know, they vote Democrats for the most right, part. Right. They still don't like your gays. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they're not going to allow that to keep them from voting Democratic. Gotcha, gotcha. But when you get aligned with the big mega white church, that's when you're... It's over for you. Yeah, you're, you're a Republican. You're a done deal. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. we he writes that comment, right. and then I lose my mind, and I write a strongly worded text. Oh, Facebook, Facebook message. message. I'll be reading Donald. Yes. Do you mind if I do it with an accent? I really, really want you to. Okay, great. Okay, so I start. I deleted your ignorant comment. If you'd like to comment on my return to Iran, please say it to me. And my mother who busted her ass to have me leave Iran. You really are a piece of work. Donald's response. If you delete it, you are ignorant, Tara. You are young and raw. You have no idea, and you are a misogynist, as you demonstrated at Beep Festival that we hosted together. <clears throat> and you demonstrate all the time. Not cool. Maybe if you were able to see light, you'd be happier. Maybe if you could applaud Iranians for who we are and who we've been. I may be young, but I've lived a long life. You don't know me at all. He says, Apparently you don't know me at all, as indicated in your comments. I want the next president of Iran to be a free woman, and you call me a misogynist? Iran is being ruled by misogynist pigs who consider women like you whores. They gang rape girls like you in prison for speaking their mind. Gang rape girls. That's really, yeah. And yet you treat women the way you do? The way you treated me on stage, as lesser, as dumber, 
I'm not condoning what the Iranian regime does. I'm the first to speak out against it. I have a whole play about it. I think you are demonstrating bipolar behavior right now. Maybe you should watch the video of that night. <laughs> My play is being published, and I performed it in front of the former queen. I have nothing but nice things. To, I have nothing nice to say about the regime. Yeah, no thanks. I'd rather not. I've received so many notes from people about the way you were that night. It was embarrassing. I've always wanted to root for you, and I've always liked you. But after that night, it's very hard to. And then I make a comment about how Iranians should say nice things about Iran once in a while too. And you tell me to go back there? My father lives there. I haven't seen him in five years. I've been blacklisted. I can't go back. How do you think that makes me feel? Well, now there are too many topics being discussed here. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> this part's a little long. It's a little wordy. Sorry, Donald. No, he said sorry, Donald June. June, true, true, true. Sorry, Donald. June. June. <laughs> June. <laughs> Not like that. June, no sex. <laughs> um, I don't want to be rude. I do respect you a lot. Here are my issues. You telling me to go back to Iran because I made a comment about Iranians always pointing out the negative. I believe we should support Iran. I believe we should sometimes talk about the good things and not just about the bad. Because we live here and we are privileged, and the people there deserve to feel good about their lives and how they are portrayed in the media by people like us. It feels like you say things like this because I am a woman. If I were a man making that comment, would you tell me to go back to Iran? No. I'm a woman who cannot go back to my country, where I was born and where I went back every single year growing up. I have good memories of that place because of the people and because of the culture. I also have bad memories, bad enough to prompt me to write this play and get myself blacklisted. You telling me to go back there is very rude and ignorant, and you only allow yourself to say that because I am young and a woman. At the festival we both hosted, you totally embarrassed me. You didn't allow me to talk, didn't use the detailed notes I had made, didn't want to rehearse, just wanted to be in the spotlight. It was demeaning. I felt really shitty afterwards. If I were a man, you wouldn't have done that. Or maybe you would, I don't know. I just can't see any other reason for you to tell me to go back to Iran or to be like that with me on stage. To the point where everyone came up to me and told me they felt sorry for me and that I, that I had really held my own. I defended you to those people, but it really hurt me. We were supposed to be partners. Anyway, these two points hand in hand made me lash out like I did, and I apologize. But it doesn't change the fact that I think you treat me this way because I am a woman. Oh, man. All right. Let's hear what Donald got to say. This is what Donald had to say about all that. Much of what you wrote is manifested by your own thoughts, Azizam. Which means, my dear. For example, number one, I am a feminist. Number two, no one told me that I embarrassed you that night or that you looked bad or sucked. Number three, I even left a long message for you saying everyone thought you were cute. Number four, I don't do events like this pro bono to be in the spotlight. I get asked to do them because I am already in the spotlight. I am a very forgiving and comfortable person. If I was an asshole or an egomaniac, I would never have... I would have never forgiven you for leaving halfway through my play and taking your friend with you. Which is the most insulting thing you can do to a fellow artist even if their work sucks. You are a young, ambitious girl with somewhat of a temper. Are you in town? Can you <laughs> call me? <laughs> and, then, and then things got better. So this was our exchange. That was the exchange. And then, so just to give you a background on the last thing that he said, um, it's because 
months and months before all this, I had gone to see a play of his with a, a mutual friend of ours, and we were actually performing in the CBS Diversity Showcase at the time. Oh, wow. And we had a show the next day, but she really wanted to go see this, and I was like, look, let's just go for the first half to show our support and then leave because we have to go to bed and wake up at like 6 o'clock in the morning to be in rehearsals whatever. And I guess he was super insulted, and she kind of like wanted to get out of it and like blamed me a little. Cause, and I was like, it's fine, blame me, I don't care. Like... And I guess he was offended by it, but I'd never heard of this before. And then after this whole exchange, I showed up at a sh- on a short film set, and he was plagued by dad. So that was really awkward. And then he actually apologized to me for that festival um, because another mutual friend of ours actually sat him down and was like, you were really shitty to her. A male mutual a friend. A male mutual friend of ours. Well, thank you for um, sharing your Donald story with us. Yeah, thank you. Guys. So it opened up, yeah. It opened up. A whole, Did you learn anything? Chuck? I learned a lot. I can I continue to learn about Iran? Mm-hmm. Like Kat and I worked on a script together mm-hmm. about you know her upbringing, so I learned a little bit, and I feel like I keep learning. Yeah, it's, it's good. The gift that keeps on giving. It, it is. I'm more culturally uh, aware than I was an hour ago. I think you know a lot more about Iranians than like the average American. Oh, I definitely do. Yeah. The average American does, knows nothing about Iranians. <laughs> that's true. You're right. That's, that's <laughs> such like, like a yeah. low bar, actually. We don't care about nobody outside of America. <laughs> like, <laughs> Americans don't care about nothing. Yeah, so you shouldn't feel that great about yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, don't take that much. Yeah. <laughs> to learn more about Tara, including links to her website and videos, go to stronglywordedpodcast.com. We'll also have a link to the Anthony Bourdain Parts Unknown episode about Iran that we mentioned earlier. What we won't have are any links to Iranian porn. You're going to have to do that research on your own.